Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lori Montgomery, and this is Jeremiah Campbell. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I am well, thank you. Uh, all is good over there in uh, San Antonio? It is. It's been a little wet, which is good. Had a lot of rain the uh, last couple of days, but, you know, things are nice and humid right now. <laughs> I heard oh, I, I heard that. It's very cold here in San Diego. I know that sounds really weird. People think it that it doesn't get... Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's a chilly. It, it dropped down into the 50s last night. So, ah, okay. And I thought it was like I 70 degrees all the time. No, it de- we definitely get a winter here, which is interesting. And we're actually coming up on, uh, it starts to get into our rainy season. So, ah. um, yeah, but it, it starts getting chilly here. We definitely have fall. Uh-huh. To speak. I mean, I know 50 is not cold for a lot of people, but it is for me. I mean, I'm wearing long sleeves. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm a wuss. I'm an absolute wuss. So, uh, as I get older, I'll tell you, I've had a huge difference. Um, I had a hip replacement a couple years ago, and ever since then, it's weird. I get cold. I never got cold. We was always hot, always kind of stuffy. I get cold now. It's weird. Maybe it's because I got yeah. a piece of titanium in me, but yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've I've always kind of been cold natured, but again. Same thing. As I've gotten older, I, I mean, I wear socks to bed because I don't like to have cold feet. So, you know, I know that's really weird. And I'm sure the people out there don't need to hear that I wear socks to bed, but it is what it is. Whatever it takes to stay warm, right? (laughs) If they're going to get anything from us, it's going to be real. (laughs) (laughs) just We are who we are, you know? So anyway, Um, so you had a good week? I did. I did busy. A little bit stressful, yeah. but with work, but you know, that's part of what, what life is, right? We, we talk about that. Yeah, it is, but you got to put it off onto the Lord, the Lord will take care of it. You know, I heard something the other day on a radio station. Uh, a lady was saying how <clears throat> every day she quote unquote deletes the stressors, like she's deleting a file on her computer. And when she deletes it and puts it into the trash can, uh, she feels like her whole day has been like the weight has been lifted off and she can enjoy her day and she goes into it with a more positive attitude and she just casts all of that onto God. She lets God take care of it. It's in the delete pile, it's in the trash and she's done with it. I thought that was a really good and cool analogy. Very modern, very, yeah. Yeah. it can, it's easy to relate to. I like that. Yeah, I just thought that was really cool. I, you know, well, anyway. I'm going to try that in my little brain. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, you know, it's really hard. And we're in the same boat. I mean, you know, like we said, God doesn't promise an easy life just because you're a Christian. You know, you're still going to have problems just like everybody else does. You know, it just mm-hmm. depends on how you handle it. Right. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So it's the same stuff. Gabriel had... Uh, for those of you out there, I have a son named Gabriel. Uh, I also have a son named Joshua. I don't know if we're allowed to say that on podcast or not, but anyway, homecoming was this weekend, which was really fun. Um, So we, yeah, so we took pictures and it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a small school, so it's a small Christian school. So, you know, it's not a huge, you know, so that was, that was fun leading up to that. 
Well, good. Well, good. Well, yeah. well let's get started. All right. Uh, yeah, definitely. We're going to be uh, getting into Ma uh, Matthew chapter 11 today, but let's start with a prayer and then I'll, I'll let you start reading. Okay. Sounds good. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Lord, giver of grace, provider, uh, we come before you now and ask that you bless this time that we have, uh, that we dig into your word a little bit, Lord. And uh, our prayer is that one, we read it, two, we understand it, and three, that we can apply it uh, to what we do every day. And so that's my prayer for not only Lorraine and myself, but for anybody that has the opportunity to listen, to watch us, uh, to read with us, Lord, a major blessing were those that are taking the steps to to get into your word and understand the beauty and and life that it brings uh, to everyday life lord so thank you so much uh, for this opportunity that we have to share and i pray that uh, we learn something today and, and can apply it and all this in jesus name amen 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 all right, I'm going to put my readers on here. All right, so we are uh, still in the middle of uh, Jesus's uh, ministry, and this uh, header is Jesus and John the Baptist. When Jesus had finished giving these instructions to his 12 disciples, he went out to teach and preach in towns throughout the region. John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the Messiah we've been expecting or should we keep looking for someone else? Jesus told them, go back to John and tell him what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised to life and the good news is being preached to the poor. And he added, God blesses those who do not fall away because of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began talking about him to the crowds. What kind of man did you go into the, I'm sorry, what kind of man did you go into the wilderness to see? Was he a weak reed swayed by every breath of wind? Or were you expecting to see a man dressed in expensive clothes? No, people were, with expensive clothes live in palaces. Were you looking for a prophet? Yes, and he is more than a prophet. John is the man to whom the scriptures refer when they say, look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth, of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist. Yet even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. And from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and violent people are attacking it. For before John came, all the prophets and the law of Moses looked forward to this present time. And if you are willing to accept what I say, he is Elijah, the one the prophets said would come. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. To what can I compare this generation? It is like children playing a game in the public square. They complain to their friends. 
we played wedding songs and you didn't dance. So we played funeral songs and you didn't mourn. For John didn't spend his time eating and drinking as you, and you say, he's possessed by a demon. The son of man, on the other hand, feasts and drinks and you say, he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. But wisdom is shown to be right by its results. Judgment for the unbelievers. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns where he had done so many of his miracles because they hadn't repented of their sins and turned to God. What sorrow awaits you, Chorazin and Bethsaida? For if the miracles I did in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago clothing themselves in burlap and throwing ashes on their heads to show their remorse. I tell you, Tyre and Sidon will be better off on Judgment Day than you. And you people of Capernaum, will, will you be honored in heaven? No, you will go down to the place of the dead. For if the miracles I did for you had been done in wicked Sodom, it would still be here today. I tell you, even Sodom will be better off on Judgment Day than you. Jesus' Prayer of Thanksgiving. At that time, Jesus prayed this prayer. O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. My Father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the Son except the Father, and no one truly knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. All right. Awesome. So some of that I wasn't quite catching. Maybe you got a little bit more out of it than uh, I did underline. So do you want to start? Sure. Um, the, the thing that really stuck out to me that I take from this uh, is the beginning of the chapter where um, John the Baptist sends his, his disciples out to say, go ask, is this who we've been waiting for? Is this the Messiah? Because we've, been, we've shown in previous chapters that John was just preaching and was uh, just saying Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, or the Messiah is coming, and baptizes Jesus. And, and, and my vision of John the Baptist is this confident preacher uh, and that's what Jesus says, you know, he doesn't waver, he's he's strong. But it's like, you know, now he's in prison, he's like, was I right? It's that little bit of doubt. Yeah. Right? Um, he shows a little bit of doubt. And even though he showed that doubt, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. And just the way that Jesus, in a sense, you know, he knew, Jesus knew, well, yeah. That's a show of doubt, but it doesn't matter. He listened to his commandments. He did what he was supposed to do. So Jesus praised him. 
and say, right. no, you know, and it just is, is a reminder that I know I've gone through sections of my life as a Christian, like, was I sure about this? Or is this, you know, is it right? Is it, is it 100% true? Is there some fallacy here or there? But, you know, I keep trying to do what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, just that positive affirmation, I guess, from Jesus, you know, like, look. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, you know, do what I say. Just keep doing. Well, and I think we've talked about this before where we hear, we hear God telling us, you know, if you, if you listen, sometimes he talks to us through our friends, through our family, you know, there are, you know, that's the way I hear him. And uh, especially the people that I know that are really rock solid Christians and who are, you know, actively reading the word and praying. And, you know, those are the people that I hear from God. But, you know, we're never going to be perfect with what we do, obviously. And so, you know, we doubt ourselves. But I go back to, um, I think it's Romans 8, where it says, you know, God will use all for the good of his kingdom. Um, So no matter what you do, he'll fix it. He'll figure out a way to, you know, if you've messed up, he's going to use that for the good. Somehow he'll, he'll fix it. Cause that's what God does. You know, he's, he's almighty. He's all powerful. So um, I think it's pretty cool where he says, uh, you know, and you know, Jesus like kind of gave his resume saying all the stuff that he was doing, you know, mm-hmm. healing the, lepers and you know getting the blind to see and then at the end he tags on he added god blesses those who do not fall away because of me you know they keep people who are in it for the long haul are the ones that are going to be blessed you know and and those are who are not going to waver um so i think that that's what he's saying here don't did you get that yeah 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 um and then i guess i kind of uh sort of stuttered a little bit here not stuttered but i sort of stumbled um where uh in seven when the john's disciples were leaving i guess i didn't realize he was still talking about john you know and he says what kind of man did you go, did you go into the wilderness to see was he weak, a weak breed swayed by every breath of wind or were you expecting to see a man dressed in expensive clothes no john wasn't you know he's in the wilderness he's dressed you know in what was it uh sheepskin and you know he's wearing you know whatever yeah he was a mountain man so living off the land um you know and then he's referring i think into isaiah where he says look i'm sending my messenger ahead of you and he will prepare your way before you which again he's indicating that was john in the prophecies in the old testament and then he's talking uh he says i tell you the truth Of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist, yet even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. I think, what do you think? I think he's saying that everybody matters. Right. You know, even even the least person who's not, you know, maybe actively preaching the word or getting out there. I think, you know, not everybody is destined to be a preacher not everybody is destined yeah. you know they all don't everybody doesn't have the same talents 
and gifts. So I think even the least of the people are still important to God. As long as you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and he is the one that came to save us and you profess that, I think that that's where, you know, that's the, the caveat, right? Right. Yeah, 100%. You know, I was just thinking, you know, we, we're not all called to to be able to be uh, Billy Graham or whatever type of, of preacher, you know, uh, and um, we tend to hold these pastors, preachers in such high regard sometimes. That's just because they're they're out there putting putting it out and, you know, they're doing, if they're doing right, then that's great. But whatever we decide that God tells us to do is just as great. Sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's just to be there for someone and not necessarily uh, condemning them or anything, but listening and being a friend, I think, is something that sometimes we miss out on is, you know what, someone just needs to spill their gut. Someone just needs someone to, to hear them. Yeah. And that's that's just as important as telling them you know, uh, or, or trying to save their soul or get them to say the, the sinner's prayer. It's, sometimes it's just, we need to be there for people. I agree with that. Uh, I, you know, you have to uh, have that sensitivity, um, at, you know, in the moment as to whether or not you should be, you know, uh, spreading the word at that moment. You know, sometimes they, like you said, sometimes they just need a person to listen to them and to to empty out whatever it is that they're feeling or going through or whatever. And then at, at that example of being a good listener and being there for them, it, it feeds into maybe the next step, you know, and, and being the person that's going to, uh, you know, and it's little seeds. You know, I hear this all the time. You're planting seeds so that it brings them to the next step. Um, and, you know, and, and, you may not be the person that's going to say the sinner's prayer with them. I've never done that with anybody. I've never, I mean, I, I do, I've been saying it because I feel led to do that at the end of my other podcast and we'll do it today, obviously, but you, maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, I just hope and pray that whatever we're doing, you and I is, you know, blessing somebody to that point and they're hearing what God's telling them. So through the through these scriptures um i didn't start underlining again until 2020 uh, did you get anything um no i didn't underline anything okay so when there's a judgment for the unbelievers and jesus began to denounce the towns where he had done so many of his miracles because they hadn't repented of their sins and turned to god what sorrow awaits you uh Chorazin and Bethsaida, for if the miracles I did in, in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap and throwing ashes on their head um, to show their, uh, what was it, repentance? Their remorse. remorse. Um, you know, Jesus is out there and he's, you know, he's preaching, he's performing miracles in these these towns and he's trying to get the word out there but they're not hearing it they're not listening to it and i think what he's saying i don't know what happened in uh chorazin and bethsaida um that must be something from the old testament that i haven't gotten to yet 
but obviously it must be something of a great magnitude, something kind of like Sodom and Gomorrah. And mm. so I think he's saying, I'm here, I'm preaching, I'm with you, and I'm telling you who I am, and you're not repenting, you're not doing, you know, and you're going to be worse off than those people that whatever they did, you know, the Sodom and Gomorrah people, you're going to be worse off than Sodom and Gomorrah because I am physically here um, as the as the savior. I'm here. So is that, I think that's what, yeah. what he's saying. Oh, 100%. It's, it's kind of like the, you know, you're privileged. I know he's not saying pr- the word privilege, but I mean, it makes me think that, you know, you're privileged that, that I'm here doing this in front of you and you're still ignoring me or it's passe or it's, you know, yeah. it's whatever. But people that have really done terrible things or really feel like, you know what, I need to change my life would repent. And those of us that are just kind of living life kind of easily, like what, you know, Jesus says the road to heaven for a rich man is difficult, right? Because life's been easy. There's nothing uh, to, to that they experience to, to make them feel like, oh, they need a savior. I think yeah. it's kind of what you're getting well, across. And later on, I don't remember where it says it, but later on, it got, uh, Jesus says, uh, blessed are the people who haven't seen me. Blessed are the people who, you know, who haven't had, quote unquote, the privilege, the blessing of being here to see me. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine what that must have been like oh, yeah. being there. I mean, holy mackerel, that must have been like, oh, my gosh, I'm walking with God. You know, I mean, you know, they say, you know, if there's a period of time where you can go back in, I will go back there. You know, I mean, people say yeah. that, like, you know, in passing, it's like, oh, I'd like to meet Jesus. Like, I really would have liked to meet Jesus, you know. <laughs> um, so blessed are the people now and, you know, after he's come and gone uh, because we haven't seen him. So mm-hmm. um, and I and he's saying condemned are the people who are here and not repenting. So I think that's kind of interesting. And then uh, Jesus's prayer of thanksgiving. Uh, I put a little parenthesis around 27. My father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the son except the father, and no one truly knows the father except the son and those to whom the son chooses to reveal uh, him. Uh, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Um, and you know, he's basically saying, "You're not going to know the Father unless you know me." That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. And because I have revealed myself to you, um, I've, you know, that's the only way you're ever going to get to God. Is right. I, I got that. And he's saying, if you put my trust, put your trust in me, your yoke will be lighter. It's not going to be gone, as you know, you and I have talked about, you know, there's going to be stress, there's going to be stuff. But if you put that, if you delete it and put it into the trash pile, Jesus is going to take care of it. Right. Right. So, you know, know, I highlighted, highlighted the last one for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Because, you know, if I in the way that I see this and read it and and have understood it, you know. 
Jesus preaches love. Love God and love others. And if we loved God and others, that's, I mean, it, that's not a really difficult thing just to love people. No. I mean, that some people are difficult, but I mean, but overall, if we could get into the practice of loving everyone uh, and, and, and loving God with all our heart, mind, and soul, I think, yeah, that makes things so much simpler. There's no lying. There's no deceitful. There's no uh, not trusting other, you know, it, the world is the world, but I mean, I think love is, love is the greatest of all. That's right. And love conquers all. I mean, and, yeah. and not to coin these phrases, not to, you know, not to play off of them, but it, I mean, these, these are true. These little tidbits. Uh, and it's so true because if, if people could just get along, things would be so much better. You know, mm. you just sit there and you, but at the same time, you are seeing the world for what it is. And this, and I don't know if we've said this, but this is Satan's playground right now. You know, he gets, you know, he gets to come out here and he gets to do what he wants to do. And he's, and he is wreaking havoc. And I think that people are not recognizing that and they're not recognizing the spiritual warfare that's going on, but mm -hmm. there is serious spiritual warfare going on all the time. And, you know, you and I talked about this where I said, you know, once we start doing this podcast, you know, watch out because we are doing what we believe God wants us to do. And, Satan doesn't want us to do it. And he's going to do everything he possibly can from microphones to headphones to video, you know, whatever, you know, these little things here to other stuff, you know, in our family life, our work life, you know, he's going to drop these little things that are going to distract us. We're going to try. But as long as we know that God has got his hands on this, I, you know, we just keep plowing through or whatever you're going through or whatever you're doing, whoever's out there listening, um, just you try to prevail and put your trust that God, because God is faithful and he loves you and he will take care of it. And that once you start putting all of your eggs in that basket, it's, it's not going to be free and easy, but it'll be easier. Right. And that's what he's saying here. You know, my, if you put your trust and love in me, my yoke, is uh, easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. He'll lighten up your burden. So um, that's what I got. Delete <laughs> and delete it. And delete it. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> so Absolutely. Good, really good stuff today. Um, there was good stuff all week, I think. Um, you know, there was some interesting points that were brought up earlier. Um, in some of the other chapters and it's all leading into this and it keeps and it's going to keep building um, as Jesus get, gets deeper and deeper into his ministry we're going to find that the Pharisees and the Sadducees are going to really come down on him harder and harder and you're going to see how that's going to start kind of panning out so um, it's it's getting it's getting good I think right oh yeah oh yeah yeah so, well, that wraps up 3.1, right? Yeah. Our, our episode, I don't know if we claim this as episode 3.1 at the very beginning, um, but uh, we have wrapped that one up. We've been doing this for two weeks now. It's uh, yeah. really cool. And uh, so we'll keep plowing through. Yeah, so, keep, 
keep listening, keep reading. I know some days it's rough, but stick with us. And I, I'm trying to keep it uh, at, you know, 10 to 15 minutes so that uh, it doesn't take up too much of uh, the reader's uh, time. But um, sticking with it, uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, again, if you are listening to us on whatever platform, if you like us, uh, put a like button on there or whatever you have to do, or if you want to subscribe, if you've got comments, um, we'd love to hear from you, right? 100%. I don't know if I was supposed to say that this early or not, but it popped into my head. So hey, <laughs> it's a good reminder. Um, so with that said, and I say this at the end of every podcast, um, if you haven't made a decision for Jesus, uh, if this uh, is something you've been thinking about and you would like to say the prayer with us, uh, if you are a believer and you'd like to say the prayer with us, God loves to hear it. Um, so I'm going to close this out with that. Um, and I'm also going to say the um, the fireman's prayer, the uh, um, uh, Father Michael's prayer, and uh, and then we'll wrap it up. So uh, let me let me say the sinner's prayer here for us. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, welcome to the kingdom of heaven and the brotherhood of Jesus, brotherhood and sisterhood of Jesus Christ. Right. Um, mark it in your Bible with this date. Um, I don't know what day you're doing this, so I'm not going to put our date on it. <laughs> so, and the other thing I forgot to say, too, don't forget to put your check mark next to your chapter that you've read it. Um, so uh, just so that, you know, and, you know, you can go back and say, hey, I've already read this chapter. And uh, it kind of gives you a little bit of encouragement to go to the next one. So um, and then I'm going to say the uh, the fireman's prayer. And then we can, you can close out if you want. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we hope that you listen again tomorrow. All right. Well, God bless you uh, out there and God bless you, Jeremiah. Enjoy your day. All right. You too. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.